0: This presentation is from UX Australia 2015, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Hello everybody, I'm Karan and I'm going to talk about researching badly. Um, It's a follow on from my talk last year of sketching badly and I'd like to say thank you to everybody who gave me such positive feedback about it. It was fun to do. And this is another topic close to my heart, researching. So um, hope you enjoyed this one as well. Who here has heard a ver- variation of this? Yes, it's a shared experience. I've certainly had that happen many times. We don't have time. We know enough. Now, this talk is about researching badly and... What do we mean by that? What's researching badly? It's where we say we can't do it properly. It's where uh, you're in head office and you're interviewing or engaging with stakeholders and proxies, pretend users. It's possibly a poor choice of methods, incomplete analysis and insights, and no buy-in. So if we sort of set up that as badly... Why would we even consider researching badly? I'm about to say why that's good. Strategy. Now, I've got my um, dear partner Nigel up here on the screen. He's in the front row in case you want to... <laughs> ..helping me with these PowerPoint of uh, the presentation. So we're looking at strategy. We look at the why, the who and the what. But what if you can't do that properly? Well, you can still think about enterprise goals, business drivers, the project realities, cost, time, resources, customer-centred design, user-centred design, methods, politics and buy-in. So think about all those factors and work out how to do it badly, because it's still good. So turn those constraints into an innovative strategy is my uh, challenge. Um, and has been my challenge in this situation. Um, But do it with integrity. Um, Keep the human-centred design there, as well as the optimal mix of dollars, time and resources. So not forgetting that, but keeping that in there. So an example of that is where I've had this happen, and others may relate, if anybody's got that same sort of uh, experience of uh, no time for research, You just meet with internal people, they know how it works. Nods in the audience, I've certainly had that. I did look at the research, I did say, okay, let's try and I found gaps, I needed to have them filled with real people, meeting and talking to people about their context, their way of thinking. So I proposed a week of contextual inquiry and they said, no, 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 there's no time, you have to quickly, you've got meetings and other deliverables Still managed to find time around meetings, after hours, and discovered that users were working differently than was expected. And because I was determined to bring it in, I was able to then use this evidence in the design. So it was really valuable. What about methods? (laughs) These are the things that um, are very important in this strategy really important to position this well. Attitudinal, behavioural, quant, so quantitative, qualitative, but when to use which. So I've got a 10-minute talk. This is a, a, a um, talk on its own. So I've put up some links here. The slides will be available afterwards, but there's a great description of all the techniques and methods here but you really need to think about what you want to get out of the research and what's going to give you the best value. So do that in combination with how many users are you going to go out and see and who? So um, Nielsen Norman have got a great article that is fairly famous about um, five users is enough. I mean, that's an opening game, but it's a good um, read. makes you think about Do I need to do a statistical number? No, you need to think about what kinds of users, which leads to the second point, your target user groups and user profiles. So think about who you need to go out and see. They're not marketing segments, but marketing segments help inform that. So bring that into the discussion with um, thinking about goals and needs. So it's all about the user's goals and needs. So think about that in in these. But humanise the data is my point. So you can get all of this great research, pull it together, but humanise it. So think about what does it actually mean. So again, Nielsen and Norman have got up this on... I've put a link at the bottom of the screen. So I won't go through the, the... If you can read it. If you can't, it's on the website there. But... The qualitative stuff that helps you understand why people are doing things and what they're thinking, what their, their mental model is, how to fix it and seeing what they do, what they actually do. The quantitative is really useful but you've got to sort of think about what is it telling you, what story is it telling you, how many, how much and what people say they do, which is, as we've seen in other presentations invariably different from what they actually do. But it's still useful because that's their perception. So leverage existing research and get the buy-in from people who have, are in the marketing team, who are executives who have championed other um, types of research. Get them engaged. Say, yes, I'm using that. Um, but do champion doing new research to fill gaps. You've got to prove there are gaps first, so do leverage the research. So, researching done badly is better than none. To research, get out and meet real people. That's really what I'm trying to say. Exploratory research, so observational research, discovering things, like discovery, um, open ended semi-structured, any of the terms that you want to think of, but it's about you being the student in that situation, going out to their context. So you're not the expert. You're asking them to show you. And show me is a a good rule to keep in your head as you're going around. But also listen to their stories. So I'm championing the um, qualitative here in this slide, but that's the combination that I'm also championing. Contextual inquiry, semi-structured interviews, in person is best, but, you know, over the phone, engaging with someone, video, do it any way you can. Um, I've done it both, like I've had one where I had to um, ring around Australia to get um, other um, voices in the mix, but the same role, same user group, so... Field observations, so just going and sitting in around with the team and observing their um, interactions with each other. There are other methods, as, as I've alluded to in the previous slide: diary studies, surveys, focus groups. Use whatever you can, basically. But those first three are my kind of um, uh, core techniques that I love using. But still, do it badly. What do I mean? Meet real users, so still get that user voice in there, but one contextual inquiry done badly is better than none, seriously. And often you'll find once you've got that um, done, you can champion doing more. So it's absolutely um, critical. Example, um, the other, recently <clears throat> they did a huge survey and the researcher said to me, we did surveys, but the real value came from in- contextual inquiries. So 10,000 people, lots of uh, quantitative data. But the deep insights came from the contextual inquiry. And that's not either or, that's and. So it's to get both of those pieces of the puzzle. So insights is the key here. Observation notes and affinity grouping, we've had other presenters talk about that. It's important to um, make sure that you engage stakeholders and project team members in this. So do that, do your analysis, dig deep, look at it, but look for themes and patterns in it, as we've discussed in other presentations. That aha moment that Nigel's pointing to, <laughs> you do see it. It's great. And after a few, there's, it's just, um, it's really fun, actually. Underneath all that, when you're actually presenting results or you're talking about it with other stakeholders, they're thinking, why should we care? What, what is it about what you're doing that's um, worth listening to? Be transparent about your research strategy. You know, you're not doing it pro- properly or you know, doing it exhaustively. You're doing it to give value. So be, re- be uh, transparent about that. Communicate innovatively. I actually challenge myself to make sure I don't just throw a Word document with um, results at someone. Um, I don't circulate by email a PowerPoint presentation. I might do it in combination with other things, but I try and think, how am I going to engage them to get empathy and get them to understand? There's the term, take them on the journey, take them on the journey, but also just get them to feel. I think it was alluded to before with the bubbles in the um, uh, speech by Dave Gray. What's my key message here? If you can't do it properly, and apart from four years' research that someone was talking about, which is amazing, um, uh, it's reality, then research with integrity is my point. <laughs> so if you have to do it badly, do it with integrity. Get that user's voice, get that um, human centred design into the minds and the design of the people in the organisation. Get your strategy right so it's defensible and meaningful. Research badly because it's good. Thank you. (laughs) We hope you liked this presentation from UX Australia 2015. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.